you never give me sex. I ask for it, you always complain. You're always sleepy, you always Well, tired. you never listen to me. You always nagging me. You always have something to say negative. You never give me You always, you always. You, That's you, you never, never give me Nobody always or anything. anything. Yes, you do. I encourage you, you all the time. I know you don't. I encourage you, you do that. to cook. I encourage you to wash the clothes. I encourage you to make what also, you don't do. And close your mouth up because you don't open it. Oh. Laugh, learn, love. Hey. Laugh, learn, love. Hey. Laugh, learn, love. It's the Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Podcast Show. Laugh, learn, love. Hey. Laugh, learn, love. Hey. Laugh, learn, love. It's the Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Podcast Show. Yeah. Welcome to the Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Podcast where we laugh, learn, and love. Um, if you just saw, if you just saw, thank you. Sorry, I'm your host. Excuse me, come on, man. You're here. I'm your host, Mister Mister, right beside me. I am Mrs. Mister, and yeah. we are the Misses. Hey, hey. So, <laughs> all right. And the little opening we had there, you may have seen some of that, most of it. All of it. Or even worse than that. Or worse. Yeah. Last week we discussed about how when your needs are not being met. Well, today we're going to give you tips on what you could do to communicate to each other to address your needs. Also, too, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook at Mr. Period Mrs. MRS period Mr. on Instagram. Oh, you or, created that? Or Mr. Hey. <laughs> hey. When you're not nagging me, you know what I'm saying? I can do <laughs> I can do something. And so, Instagram followers, great follow, great content. We're trying to keep couples, families together. We all going through the same thing. We all have arguments like that. Don't let the Instagram pics fool you. Everybody going through something. Yes. So, let's get together. Yes. And on Facebook, too, at, at uh, Mr. and Mrs. Mr. Podcast as well. Follow us, share everything, join us on this journey. Yes. All right, we're trying to get better. Now, now, I saw your face on the open argument. What you, you a little... Well, one of the things that we're going to discuss today is we should never, Ooh. we should never, this is the only time we're going to say you should never, ever utilize the words always and never. So you should never use never, okay? You, you should never, never use did. never, you and did. you should never use always. Because so we're following up. We're following up though, yes, on um, needs, right? Last week, we talked about needs, what men need, what women need, and we talked about that. We got a little deeper. So if you didn't, check, if you didn't yeah. see it, go back and go check back, it out. Go back. Go back. Check that yes. out. Today, we're talking about what happens if my needs are not getting met. What do I do? What do I do when she's talking, fellas? When you're working hard, you're trying to be a good dude, you're coming over, and you think you're getting some of the yams, and she hits you with the matumbo finger. Like, what you gonna do? Huh? You know, I'm gonna, hello, somebody. Hello. <laughs> and so, ladies, today we're also gonna be discussing about how we can help each other when it comes to communicating to one another, oh. as well as, you know, how to resolve arguments, how you work together as a team and all those things. But before we get down into the, to the, um, into the, to the article. The topic, I it, took your yes. breath to go. <laughs> 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 okay. okay. But anyway, so we wanted to call a little segment called, Who's Side You All right, Jeffrey, go ahead, hit it with it. So. Uh, the question is today, 
We have viewers. If you have questions too, send questions. Yeah, we're allowed to have debate questions. questions. Debate. Yeah, because I love debating him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go into uh, in fact we'll show that. But today, is it better to have kids early in life or later in life? Okay. Who's that draw? So who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Uh, for me, I would say early in life. Mm. Um, I would say early in life, although Jeff and I, God didn't work it out that way, mm. but we uh, we had our children later in life. We did. Um, um, we were married for what? What's later, though? You're saying, you're saying relatively. What's later for you? Somebody may like, I'm thinking, okay, but I'm going to let you do yourself uh, early on. Yeah. What, what would you say earlier? I guess I'm thinking about in terms of early on in marriage, like early on in marriage or earlier on, so no matter where you are. At what age? I'd probably say my 20s. I probably would have done early 20s. Jeff and I got married when we were like 22, 23 years old. And I think so I probably would have had it maybe a couple of years after we got married. Maybe, you know. But uh, God, we didn't, it didn't work out that way. And don't get me wrong, I believe God, Romans 8, 28, all things work together. So my thing is, so it happened when it happened. I truly believe that. But uh, now, if it was left up to me, I probably would have said, yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> I would have had an earlier life. Because let me tell you why. It has taken me forever to bounce back, okay? <laughs> like, that. that's about physically, like, my thing is, like, you know, mentally. I have to mentally, like, my thing is, <laughs> I have to all, I have to make sure I, like, I have to take all these vitamins and stuff to keep up, because these kids, they fast, like, they be all over the place, bouncing off the wall, and then you have to keep up, and so that means I got to work out more, I got to do all these things, like, just to keep up with these little toddlers. <laughs> So I would say that's just what I would say. Uh, you know, early on in life, you know, when you're 20, you bounce back even physically. You know what I'm saying? You bounce back differently even mm -hmm. physically early on. You know, when I see people bounce back, you know, if they're in their 20s, they bounce back, and it could be genetics as well. I'm not for sure, but you know, I'm like, man, man. If I was in my 20s, I had Malia and Jace. You know, mm -hmm. man, I could have bounced back quicker. Up, but you know, uh, yeah. Oh, so that's it. Uh -huh. uh, I'm gonna have to go with later in life. Of course. I'm gonna tell you why to say later in life. You can live your best life now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> think about. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's my turn now. <laughs> Hit this. Hit this. But let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. I say later in life because of this. I said, learn life because you can live your best life now. Also, too, you get a chance to know that person. You pop a baby out of them in that first little face. Everybody go to that little puppy love face where you smiling, cheesing, and whatnot, what too. You don't want to have no, because that is not the real person that you see. It's faking. It's a mask. That <laughs> well, at least you would find out who that person is early uh, on if you had the kids early on. Now you're stuck with them. With the kids for at least 18, <laughs> the government says 18 but, years or more. Hold on, let me just remember. And so I'm saying, I think that you, you, if you wait a little longer, you get a chance to see how crazy they are. You get a chance to see how you can manage each other. When you when you have the kids early on, now I got to get a chance to know you and know the kids at the same time. It, it creates too much relationships, whatever situation people are in, it is tough even just without. So you add another crying human being and another thing too, how I'm gonna get the yams after you breastfeed it well too. Most women do it, you can't get that. So we talk about <laughs> we talk about men need sex. And so, how you get sex is. Y'all see, that's all he's talks about. That's what we talk about. Y'all ain't respecting us. Y'all is a. Is, is <laughs> but, it, but also, think about 
is, but think about this as well. If you had the kids early on in life, like I think about now when I see some of my classmates and they had kids early on in life, like now their kids, you know, older, you get them out sooner at the home so that way you, when it's time to retire. You'll never leave, man. And already, <laughs> you, I see a joke with you for it too. You say, yeah, well, you, you can just walk around naked. My goal is walk around naked to make it super uncomfortable for the kids to be right there so it motivates them to be better. Like, and that's why I said, you, you get a chance to know who you are. Do I really want to have kids? These? How long do you think you need to be around a person before you see you want to have kids? But I'm still trying to evaluate it. It's too late. It is team too late. Okay. So, but you guys put it in your comments. Put it in the comments below. Which whose side you're on? Are you on Mr. Mister? Right when here. he says that older, it's baby. older way later in life, or are you inside of Mrs. Mister early on in life? Ladies, you can bounce back earlier, and then you get them out the house early, so that way when it's time to retire, you're you about that. So no, no, that's right. not, <laughs> no, that's not what I say. So put it in the comments. Thank you. We appreciate you yeah, guys. Okay. Who side you are? Let's go to let's go to the learn part. We left. Let's get to the learn part about this week. So what happens when your needs are not getting met? So before we kind of jump, we have an article. We try to bring in something we can kind of talk about, but just in terms of what are some typical things that you do or women do that when their needs are not getting met? Yeah. So the article comes from Hitch. Before you jump in there, though, like, what are some, what are your thoughts on like what do people do when they uh, need something? Oh, one well, no, I'm sorry, you said. Just pop your head. I'm not telling. But uh, I would say uh, some of the things that if your needs are not being met, a couple of things are going to happen. First of all, to, it's going to be easy for temptation to come in. Um, go, go to that temptation scripture. Uh, you know, the one from Corinthians. Uh, First Corinthians 10, 13. Go mm -hmm. to that one. Go to that one. Don't you do it. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you need to know this. Though. How you going to trip? You got to hear that, man. Tell them. Okay, say the scripture. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. There's no temptation to take you, but such is coming to me. But God is faithful. Will not allow you to be tempted above which ye are able. And with each temptation, will provide a way for you to escape. Okay. So there's always a door out. So there's a door out. So my thing is temptation will definitely creep in. You become more vulnerable with other people as well. So uh, so that's the reason why you have to really keep the lines of communication open when it comes to your spouse. Because you temptation, you become more vulnerable. My thing is you become angry. <laughs> uh, women, women, women not angry. I think this is... <laughs> this. It's saying, I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak for the fellas today. Fellas, oh. stay tuned today. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get these So, look, okay. <laughs> but my things yeah. become more angry, become more impatient. You become a lot of those things if your needs are not being met. And the thing about it is you, you begin to lose trust. Like, you, you just don't feel like, you feel like you're on an island by yourself. You feel abandoned, you feel isolated. All of those things could come in if you feel like your needs are not being met. That's from women. From men... Like a lot of the needs we talked about last week in terms of like the respect, the trust, the loyalty, whatever goes out of the room because you're thinking like, hey, like my needs aren't being met. Like this, it feels like it's selfishness. Feel like, like, like that person doesn't love you in a sense. And men feel like that too. Like we may not say it, we have a share, but we want to be loved mm -hmm. in the same way. So we pursue so you guys. We we do that that piece of it. But we want to be loved too. So I think in terms of like, uh, sex, like when women minimize our need for sex, it's like oh. Oh, okay, with something else for women, like it makes it feel like we're not looking, or like when you're turned down. So you may actually be tired, you may have some stuff going on, 
But when we're turned down for a second, like that's the only place we can go. You can't go to like the Seven Eleven or Publix or Kroger somewhere to get well. You can, but that might, it's not. It's not the way God. It's not it's the yeah, it's not for God. Yeah. And so for that, like to be heard and understood, I think is the biggest thing. So I think for, and so the thing is, I, uh, I'll agree with you. Like it's frustration. You, you, uh, you know, you're typically short with the person. You typically won't put in on the other side. So I think um, with it, before we jump in the article, like who moves first? Like in terms of if your needs are not getting met and mine are not getting met, like it's harder for me to be like, okay, she's supposed to do this and do this. Uh, but I'm not feeling like my needs are met. So it's like you can be on both sides. Yeah. yeah. I would say one thing is this, this is where you really have to rely heavily on the Holy Spirit. Um, and I believe if you having that connection, what did I say last week? Last week I said in order for this right here to work, this the relationship, the vertical relationship with Christ has to be there. So my thing is, if you, number one, number one, you can't address nobody needs point blank period if your relationship with Christ is not working, and that's just the truth. My thing is, we was talking yesterday about like statistics states that it's not prayer, it's not prayer, it's not prayer, and it's not even having a relationship with other people. But the true testament of your relationship with Christ is reading the Bible. And that's the, I mean, you have to read your Bible in order to know how to grow. There's wisdom in the Bible. So my thing is, and you know, look, it, this podcast may not be for everybody because we are Bible believing. We believe in Jesus Christ hands down. So, you know, anything you want to say. So my thing is you have to make sure that you and your word order. I think that depicts your relationship with Christ depicts your relationship with your spouse and everybody else that you come in contact with. Your mother, your children, everybody. So yeah. I definitely want to say that. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So like with the point of like being able to to function, like who moves first though, like in a situation? Like who moves in a situation of this? Like somebody's probably watching, like, you know what? Like I've tried to reach out the first time it didn't work out. I had expectations. You have to continue to go. So, you have to so continue yeah. to go. You have to continue to move. You have to continue to move. Um but think if there's, but it could be hard like in the midst of Yeah, it like, could be you know, hard, it could be hard. But my thing is you have to keep in mind if you say you in there for the long run, if you say you in the relationship for the long run, now if you wanna get out, hey, then stop. Stop working. But my thing is, this is for people who really want, and my thing is, I promote marriages. My thing is, I promote, I would love to keep families together for the long run. But my thing is, you have to be able to, both people, both people have to put in the work. Yeah. And what you put in is what you get out. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of your charge now. So it's from um, hitchmag.com. It is what to do when your needs aren't getting met. In marriage per se, but this can kind of work in all relationships yeah. as well. So um, number one thing is work together as a, as a team so that your spouse doesn't become your enemy. Yeah. Many times you can look and think like, like it's not the problem. It's the enemy is is you yeah. that's the enemy of yeah. what's happening. And so yeah. yep. And so like there's a there's a point that you can push in and be like, you know what? Like man, this is this is not this person is not listening to anything that I'm saying this person doesn't anything right. I'm saying so like that becomes the issue and the problem right and one of the things that says that is once your spouse has become your enemy it would be hard to recover so that means you would have to work 10 times harder so what do you need to do if you're, you feel like your spouse or whoever has become your enemy you have to address those feelings you have to address that resentment you have to figure out exactly where is that coming from you know so my thing is 
is, you know, address your feelings of resentment so you can get back on track. My thing is, I have, yeah, have I ever been your enemy? Oh, good. Yeah. And Jeff has been my enemy. And the thing about us, what oh. we had to do is we had to address those issues. And you, the only way you'd be able to address the issues, you have to just put it out there. Some people may need to write it down. Write a letter to your person. Some people may need to send a text message. If it gets so heated, you can't do it in the moment. You have to make sure you send it. But you have to address those issues to say, ma'am, you Ooh. have become my enemy because X, Y, Z. In order for you to move on, you have to address it. And so most of it comes of like we have expectations of things that don't happen, and so like they may try, but there be something uh, that comes up that doesn't work, and right. so you just have to push through those those things. And so being radically honest at that point in time, like, hey, this is something that is a struggle, right? right. So I gotta like sharing what that is, but not point a finger at that person, but pushing. Yeah, we have a kid thing. Go get some cereal, baby. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Go get whatever you need, baby. Go get what you need, baby. Don't use the words always and never because first of all, nobody women. always women. Don't. write this down. No, men say it as well. Let's not be men never say it. But you know, we have to make sure like because people first of all, people don't always always do something and people don't never never do anything. So my thing is so you have to just be careful utilizing those right words. Yeah. So uh so yeah. So number two, resolve your arguments instead of thinking that they magically disappear by sweeping them under the rug. You know what? Let me tell you something. You I believe. Yeah, I'm gonna be able to transfer with this. Well, I've been transferred all the time. No, I'm okay. you But my thing is, I don't know if it's something that we were brought up or how we were brought up, but we have been taught not to address issues. We have been taught to sweep things Someone. under the rug. Someone. We have been taught to sweep some things under the rug. And just that it goes away. That it won't, people. It it won't. My thing is family, it won't go away. We have whatever is bothering you. Talk to and if you feel like you can't confide in your spouse, my thing is or whoever, I pray that you can. But my thing is make sure go seek counseling. Seek counseling. If you're struggling with things that you feel like that you won't be able to address, make sure you go seek counseling because in order we have to address the issues, um, because they won't go away. They just won't. They just won't go away. Um, it says, before a resolution can happen, you need to learn what triggers you in a fight. What triggers you in a fight? The triggers would lead you directly to your core issues. That childhood trauma may be the underlying reason. So if you have issues with trusting your spouse, maybe you felt like you were abandoned as a child. Or maybe you felt like that people didn't listen to you as a child. It could be anything, but again, address the root of the issue. What triggers me is, I, I like to be heard. If I feel like I'm not being heard or I just feel like it, it goes back to where I may feel like I was abandoned or something like that, I'm not for sure, but I like to be heard. I like for people to listen to me. I don't like being talked over. I don't like any of it. So those are the type of things that triggers for me. 
And so, like, in regards to, like, some people don't like conflict. I think that's another thing, too, about... And I'm one of them. And yeah. so, if you don't like conflict, like, a relationship, if you're in a relationship long enough, people are like, hey, we'll never fight, we'll never fight. Somebody's true. lying. Somebody's lying, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but somebody's not being completely truthful in regards to mm-hmm. this. So, you will have arguments. It's healthy with that, and it's just, like, how you handle those. Mm-hmm. So, can you fight fair? Like, can mm-hmm. you fight fair in the midst of those things? Yeah. And so... Uh, because let me go ahead and say this too. The the rule the let's go ahead and remove that taboo. It is okay to fight. Fair. It's the way, it's how you handle it. It's okay to have arguments. My thing is again, what do we discuss? We're two individual people to try to create oneness. Okay? So my thing is so it's okay to fight, it's okay to have disagreements, but it's how you do it. Because as long as you as long as you're in a relationship, you're gonna continue to have disagreements. Um, you know, it's just a part of who we are. It's a makeup. Yeah, my makeup is like I will push. Like I naturally, I don't know if it's natural. Yes, makeup, he is. I'll push to it. I don't mind. He'll push the limit sometimes. I don't mind getting to the core of it because I'm like, well, it doesn't help to not address it. And so like it doesn't magically disappear. And so some people may watch it and they like, we got stuff we've been dealing with for years. It's just we just don't talk about it. And so talk about it. Like close the door. Uh, also, my comment, uh, one, one, one thing I talk about is, like, fight naked, right? Like, like take your clothes off and, and then let's have an argument. Like, it's harder to, it's harder to disagree. It's a but, but that may just push things back in the road. Yeah, man, you know, so, yeah, sex is kind of covered up. Yeah, so, yeah. So, do that, but not, not just having sex, to kind of not deal with the argument. Right. So but number three? Yeah, be flexible and open to change. Flexible. Let's see your flexibility. Move your shoulders. You flexible? Oh. <laughs> But be flexible change the more rigid the relationship and the more entrenched you become in negative behavioral patterns and the roles you play, the more unhealthy, stagnant, and difficult the relationship becomes. So like are you stuck to like we have to do it this way? Like if things go wrong, like is that something that you can work through? Like right. Many times, I know, like we used to try to get ready to go to places, and many men can relate to this. And so we may not be in the car at the time that y'all want us to be in the car. And so, like women, this is a message for you: Can you be flexible with us? Don't judge, like my number one <laughs> said, don't judge us, love us. Don't judge us, love us. Help us to get ready those times. And like, can you be flexible through those? And I'm cool with flexibility, but let me say this, like guys, let me say this. I'm cool. Let me sit up. So my thing is, I'm cool with flexibility, but it's when it's a pattern that's made. My thing is, guys, I mean, for anybody, and this is just the truth, you have to make sure, be flexible, but when something becomes a pattern, again, what does it say? When something becomes a pattern, it doesn't make it right. So my thing is, if we're always in the car waiting when the kids and everybody else... See, see, <laughs> yeah. So when you ever, when you ever say always, yes. But hold up, but listen, listen. But if you're in the car, majority, if we're waiting in the car, more than once waiting, you as a spouse and say, you know what? Let me try something different. Because my thing is, sometimes we have to address ourselves. We have to check. Check, check ourselves in the mirror, check ourselves in the mirror to make sure. Again, another uh, situation is if you feel like you always have to be right or always. have to, if you, I'm just saying, oh, like, oh, the person feels like, oh, okay. yeah, it says, because this, this is in the article, it says, if you always need to be right 
in a fight and are willing to see your spouse point of view, they this would undoubtedly lead to your partner feeling insignificant without a voice and with a sense of hopelessness and helplessness. So again, if you have to feel like, if you always have to, you don't have the last word, if you always feel like you have to be right in the relationship or in the fight, then you, you're diminishing your partner. And my thing is when you diminish your partner, my thing is that partner's needs are not being met. And that's one of the things that Jeff and I had to work on because Jeff loves to push the limits. He loves debates. He loves, but for me, that doesn't come naturally for me. And so my thing is, what 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 used to happen was, I didn't have a voice. My thing is, if Jeffrey used to say something, and if I say something, and he just continues to talk, 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 my thing is, I just stop. I just be quiet, and I shut down. And it wasn't healthy for me shutting down because it's like, well, I became, I felt like I did, I wasn't valued, you know. And so and that's just real. I'm just being totally honest and real. Like, I just felt like I wasn't valued and I felt like I wasn't significant. So my thing is partners, man or female, no matter what side of the fence you are, make sure you listen to your partner. Otherwise, they would feel like they're insignificant. Gotcha, gotcha. Kind of is number four, too, because it says good communication. Yeah. It's safe to speak how you feel without being criticized or judged. Now, all what you just said there, you felt like you weren't being heard. Was there anything that I said that you weren't being heard? Or was, did you feel internally that you weren't being heard just from what I think it was a combination of both. I think it was a combination of both. I think it was some things internally within me. Um, and then that I was probably needed to deal with. And I think, too, like, you, you're naturally taught more than I do. And so, you, I mean... It's, that's a I'm good kidding. thing. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. So please hear me out. A lot that's of things. No, no, this is. But you naturally talk more than me. You're naturally uh, because it's so funny. Like when I when when we're around with people, you talk. But then when I'm with those same people by myself, they're like, "Wow, how do you really talk?" But it's because I think it's naturally. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it's just naturally okay. for you to sometimes overpower the conversation. And I'm cool with that. I mean, I believe it, it creates a healthy balance because if you have two talkers, that could be a conflict as well, you know? So I believe God designed us for who we're made to be with. But, you know, and then you can have two people that don't talk at all. And so you won't never talk and communicate. So I believe it's a healthy balance for us. But I'm just saying, like, when I did want to speak on something, mm-hmm. I felt like if I wasn't hard or listened to, it, diminim- it diminished how I felt as a person. Yes, and yeah. your result is to shut down. Yeah, and that was my result, was to shut down. Yes. And what I'm stating is don't shut down, ladies or men. Whoever's the, the person that's not as the more of the introvert person, yeah. don't shut down. Because yeah. it's naturally yeah. for an extrovert like Jeff, who will talk, 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 talk. But then a person like me, and I'm more introvert, extrovert, you know, my thing is, but I'm naturally well, I'm more introverted people. The Lord gave you a mouth to talk, and then why are you not talking? No, we're just more reserved. We just reserving the people that's always talking. And oh my goodness, Pastor Orr just spoke on this. He was like, sometimes. You you, you rushed it. I don't know if everybody knows. Oh, okay. (laughs) He said more personal things. But but no, no, no. Say your point. Say your point. But my. I don't know. (laughs) Go ahead. See? Exactly. I'm just trying to. I'm just uh, not thinking. So, all right, good communication skills. And it takes practice, though. It's something that you won't master all the time. And sometimes, too, like if you're an introverted person like me and with an introverted person, sometimes you got to text someone, write them some type of letter because 
like the way we operate is like we don't need the, the sign up so it's just communicating with them in, in whatever way works to get that. Mm -hmm. So counseling will work in regards to that. Yeah, but being able to say, hey, what's the goal of what we're trying to do in the conversation? Keep that in mind so you don't get lost in the, oh, I feel like this or this situation. Like, what are we talking about? What's the goal? Let's get to something. Sometimes it best, you know, separate this for a second, but then come back. I want to knock it out that first time, but I'm working on this. And one of the ones we're going to do is definitely talk about how to practice communication. I believe that's something that not even just in relationships, but I think we just need to utilize even when it comes to in our careers, when it comes to our children, even just communicating with like our parents and Can children. we just talk? Can we just talk? You don't know that yeah. I know. Can we talk for a minute? Girl, I want hey, to hey. know. But about communication, it takes practice, patience, and the willingness to be vulnerable and trust. So my thing is, it takes practice, patience, then the willingness to be vulnerable and trust. Mm. Practice, but you have to practice it. And my thing is, sometimes it's like, okay, look at each other in your eyes. Let me speak and say what I'm going to say. You nod if you agree or don't. Shake your head no. And then patience. Patience. So you have to be patient. You have to be, especially for people that's extroverted. People, for introverted people, it may take a little bit longer to communicate what we're trying to say. So my thing is just be patient. I think sometimes you guys become impatient. But it may take you impatient. And one of the things, uh, my son has really helped me to become patient because he has a little stutter. And so my thing is so... For me, it takes patience because people who stutter, they have to get it out. And it takes them a little bit longer to get it out. So you really have to practice patience. And so patience and then trust. You have to trust each other. But thing is, you have to understand what I'm about to communicate to my spouse. They won't judge me. They won't judge me. And I believe that takes practice as well. And then being vulnerable, putting it all out there and see what happens. And again, not feeling like your spouse or whoever is going to judge you. Gotcha. Push number five says, give your spouse the benefit of the doubt when you feel angry, hurt, or disappointed. Introverted people. <laughs> Hello. Read it again. Number five. Give your spouse the benefit of the doubt when you feel angry, hurt, or disappointed. Don't jump to conclusions that your husband is being insistent when he doesn't call you when he's running late or or something happens you automatically go many times we bring baggage or something from past relationships or from hurt that we we grew up in childhood and we think automatically this person does this then this automatically means this 100 percent of the time and that is completely not true we just kind of get to the point of this yeah. saying hey like give your spouse the benefit yeah. of the doubt yeah. when you feel angry hurt or disappointed. Yeah. And that goes for both sides. But that goes for both sides. So ladies and men, like if your spouse does not call you or answer the phone or something like that, you never know what type of day they're having at work or if they run up late. So just give them the benefit of doubt. Emergency may have come up or whatever situation may be. Don't just jump to conclusions. And pretty much like my if like for example, if your spouse, if your spouse doesn't call you, if they run up behind or, you know, they didn't answer the call or something like that, you know, even if that person, just try to mentally think, send them a text message. I know for me, if Jeff called me while I'm at work, I just send him a quick text message, hey, I'm in a meeting, I'll call you back as soon as possible. So, 
Yeah, so my thing is, so at least they know that you're there. Because a lot of times, look, I have a lot of meetings. <laughs> and Jeff does too. Or you may be running behind, especially when it comes to running behind, picking up the kids. So it's just keeping, again, for both partners, is again, keeping up the communication. Again, giving them the benefit of the doubt that things just happen, life happens. We get that. But once you, then as soon as you get a chance, make sure you just send them a quick message hey especially now that you know i feel bad for the people when they did have text messages they used to call them a spouse just ring 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 yeah yeah so you know so just keep those things in mind just give them benefit of the doubt yeah um and the last two is take action by not ignoring the warning signs those red flags and it says if you're not talking sex has diminished you're fighting all the time or you're generally not happy, heed those warnings that something is wrong that requires immediate attention in your marriage or relationship that you have to yeah. get to. And so, so yeah. hugs and, and, mm-hmm. and stuff, you just want to put mm-hmm. I don't want to you, but uh, like, like not, like it's not going to get better. Like it kind of goes to one of the other points you just said, but like heed those warning signs. What do you do when you have warning signs? Like as an the person, I'm going to try to like, like jumping there and attacking, but not all experts people do that. But I'm saying, like, being honest, transparent about those things. And so sometimes you think, like, if I say something, there's gonna be another argument, and I ain't gotta say, We were just doing good. You hear couples like, We were just doing good, and now you wanna argue. So I'm not gonna say something that could spark that argument. So you know what? I'm just gonna play pace and just you know, exist there. And so, um, well, one of the things somebody told me when you're not arguing, it's becoming an issue. And if you argue too much, it's an issue. So my thing is, sometimes, you know, just make sure you have a balance. Um, because my thing is, like I stated, uh, if you just now, if you're not talking, communicating, if you just like, well, whatever, whatever, you're in the wrong, you're, in a, you're heading in the wrong direction. So somebody today, go to your spouse and say, wake up! Like, seriously, like, just say, wake up. I mean, because... It's, especially if you want to save your marriage, especially if you have kids involved, you, you guys, especially in the African-American community, we have to keep our families together. We have to. Um, you know, they're so, you Google them. Your Google's your best friend. I Google everything. But it, it states that, not only just it, but in families in general, if you're not, if the families, if your family break up, it could lead to so many different things along the way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And so, like, practical steps, some people are like, I got that part. What do I do? So, like, going for a walk together and talking about that. Many times, like, if sex is an issue, talking about it in the bedroom is not going to not going to help the situation. So, like, being able to walk and talk about something that's happened so it doesn't get addressed um something else so being able to walk talk like get out of the place that you're having the issue in like not talking about these dishes ain't never washed not right. talking about it right in front of the dish but like right. going out for lunch going to get coffee going to do something fun just saying hey you know like bring it up in somewhere that's a neutral place so it doesn't feel right such uh a pain to it so take action by not you know in one sense number seven last one take time every day let your husband and wife uh, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, know that you appreciate them and are grateful to have them in your life. Right. So stop it. So one one thing, so um, felt like a little bit ago, it's like starting there off to the morning time before we even get up or anything, before we take the phone, before anything is just saying, just naming three things that you're grateful for about that person. Because right. if you're saying, if you're off, because it's so easy to think about what they're not doing yeah. in the sense of what it is, and you start to view them in that negative light, like, right. ooh, that's the lady who will never cook. Yeah. Here she comes, look at her. Oh, let me sit in this car for two hours as I get off work. Yeah. Let me drive the slow way 
home. And so you start looking at them in a negative way. Right. Everybody has good qualities about them, yeah. but being able to speak about those good qualities, naming yeah. those things, one, one thing he, we try to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like one of the things that really touched me when Jeff did send me a message was the three things. But number one was when the way that I smile at events is great to see you working in your gifts. Like I didn't even know he noticed that the other day we had an event and I guess he must have saw me. But it, it is it brings me joy to do events for people and see people who are happy and, you know, the environment and just because I believe everybody. God is amazing. So I believe people deserve amazing things as well. So, you you know whatever I could do to bring that joy to people and so to see him see me joyful that touched me like that really touched me um and then then number two was <laughs> someone to be doing crazy life together and we both naturally are crazy uh yeah we both are naturally crazy and we both love to have fun like we both love having fun my thing is we almost we almost nodded us a couple of times together and all of that stuff. <laughs> we just like that. We just like that another time. We almost die together. That's what we need to do to connect us. Yes. Let's almost die. We yeah, well, we'll tell you about right. that. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and then number three was uh oh, something to say. Okay, no, that was it. That was seven. Uh, that was number seven. That was number seven. That was no, that's about the third. Oh, <laughs> okay. But go ahead. No, no, you can say. You can say. And then number three, he said that somebody who has a healthy lifestyle like him, so I wouldn't die early. <laughs> yeah. I told her, listen, I said I have no problem collecting that that uh, check if she want to go off and lose her mind, whatever. I, I'm, I'm gonna provide all the support around, but I'm gonna find somebody named Dana so that way you don't have to change the name. The podcast still say the same. So if you see a white Dana on the side. <laughs> Oh, y'all can come with that. Y'all can love everybody. So, all right. Appreciate y'all. Uh, hope you got something today that can help you in the the midst of what you may be going through in regards to Because we all have a point where you yeah. feel like your needs are not being met. Yeah. I know for me, I know a lot of brothers hit me up. Like, Mr. Man, what do I do if my wife is not giving me the yams? I use yams in terms of sick. That's my term. Give me the yams. Yes. And so, what do I do? Like, I'm taking the trash, I'm being a man, I'm, I'm coming home, doing those things. What can I do? So, I'm putting the women. Women, please drop in the comments. Help these brothers out. Help me, help everybody, all the brothers out across the world. What do you do? And then, and, yeah. and so, like, that was, we talked about last week, like, that was in our top two needs for most men, which I'm not saying all men, for most men across that. And so, but your lady is your only source to get it. You yeah. can't go down and get it. So ladies, but also man, on, a, on another note of that, man, make sure you're addressing your spouse' emotional needs as well. So my thing is, make sure you address that emotional and spiritual needs as well to get the yams, okay? But I said the yams. I said the yams. So Yes. Doesn't it equate to it though? Like if, right. if their brother, if he's if he's going to her emotional and spiritual needs, should they give him access to whenever he needs access to it? We're gonna flip something. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if this brother out there who's doing it say I'm doing that, but the, and so they still don't have access, and this brother's not doing that, but don't have access well. And so we'll talk about that a little bit later. So right. before we go, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Remember, follow us on social media, Mr. Doc. Mrs. Mr. That's the at sign at Instagram or the Mr. Mrs. Mr. Podcast right. on uh, Facebook, Instagram. So join us for the journey. Yes. Um, 
So, you know, Jeffrey was talking about the yams and like uh, making sure the yams. I said the yams. You gotta put a quote about it. Yeah. Yams. Yeah. Yes. 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 But, um, but one of the things, um, hold one second. I'm trying to find it, guys. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know time. Yeah. You know <laughs> Wait. Saying, you ain't ready. You stay ready. You gotta get ready. When she said, this is what she said, Jeffrey. Yeah. I can just walk in the podcast. No, I did not. I don't even need no food. Okay. Touch them, look at them, and say, 
I love you. I like you. And I want you. It was sugar. Thank you. Come on back. We'll get to sex time. That's deep. We got a couple of times. Yeah, but we're not gonna just talk about sex time. See, hold on. It's a perfect job. All right, love you guys. It's a next time. It's a next time. It's a Mr. Parker. Welcome to the Mr. Income.